1: A lot of haters right now out there in the comments of some of my Instagram videos initially from the two touchdown throws from this monster Justin Fields today. Justin Fields was 3 of 3, 129 and two touchdowns. Yes, it was a preseason game. I I get it. One touchdown pass to Khalil Herbert, who we're going to talk about in a minute. Another touchdown strike to DJ Moore and... I kind of thought maybe there'd be 75%, you know, oh, okay, I'm on board this train now. Okay, yeah, it looks great. And maybe 30%, maybe maybe 5% or 10% undecided, the remaining percentage haters. But I've got to tell you something, and this is exciting news. The hate is greater than ever after this game. In the comments of my Instagram posts, I put two or three of the, the plays. You can go watch the touchdown strikes on my Instagram. It's nothing but hate. It's, oh, you just taking the preseason, Smitty, and running with it. Oh, Fields is trash. Fields underthrew Khalil Herbert. Fields underthrew DJ Moore. Just completely ignoring the facts and, and the obvious things going on in Chicago. I've got to say, I am blown away by how today didn't change minds. I'm blown away at how many people are doubling down on their stupid take that 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 Justin Fields isn't going to become a good, great, elite passer in the NFL. Not good, great, elite passer. 4,000-yard passer. And I know you're going to come in and go, 4,000 yards, Smith. he can't do that. Do you see what he did last year? Stop living in the past, you caveman. Stop living in the past and look toward the future because we're here to discuss it And do it live. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com
0: news desk, here is your breaking news.
1: Wow. What, what a crazy day and what a crazy reaction in general by a big chunk of the fantasy football community. I'm halfway ashamed of the entire fantasy football industry. I'm halfway ashamed of the fantasy football like viewership community. Not our community, but just completely ridiculous thinking that a lot of these people have where he goes out and throws two touchdown passes today in the preseason. Yeah, we know it's preseason. Okay, But as I tell everybody over and over, you take things like preseason, you take things like combine, you take things like 40 times, and you let them accent what you already believe to be true. So if we didn't think Fields was going to be good at all this year and he goes out and throws two touchdowns, that would be something that doesn't confirm what we think. I'm not saying there isn't bias involved in this process if you get it right or wrong in terms of your initial assessment, but you need to treat these things as accoutrements and accents on what you already believe to be true. And when we see Fields and we say, okay, this offensive line is going to outproduce what everybody thinks. Why? Because they were literally on the field as Fields can't find wide receivers trying to figure out how to block for this guy three, four extra seconds than most offensive lines are on the field before the whistle's blown. So your offensive line's not going to be productive. He's on the run constantly in 2022. His wide receiver room is completely injured, and he's he's got wide receivers running second-chance routes after the route comes to an end, like in a game of Madden, and you see the guy run his route, and then the ball doesn't come to him, and the player in digital format looks around and it starts running around all over the field. That's what happened in Chicago last year. And people have the audacity to judge the offensive line in Chicago and try and paint them as this exact like replica of, of the 2022 version in 2023. You've got to be out of your mind. If you can't use logic to understand the difference between offensive line play with that kind of scenario on the field in 2022 and having a very productive offense that can stretch the field with DJ Moore. Oh, but DJ Moore's not going to do anything, Smitty. DJ Moore might have even proved me wrong. I said DJ Moore, even up to yesterday, was going to be a very good wide receiver. 1,200 yards, 7, 8 touchdowns, maybe more, maybe 9. 1,200 yards, 9 touchdowns. Those are numbers that I kick around a lot for, for DJ Moore. 80 to 90 receptions, 1,200 yards, 7 to 9 touchdowns. Very good season. Very good wide receiver, too. We love DJ Moore. But people have been saying Smitty, could he be a wide receiver 1 in fantasy? After today, after what I've been hearing all offseason... What's confirmed in this game right here is that there's design plays and there's great rapport between Fields and DJ Moore that's going to extend far beyond our expectation level. DJ Moore quite arguably could be a top 12 wide receiver in this 2023 season. He could quite arguably have 10 to 12, 13 touchdowns, 1,300 yards, 90-plus receptions, He's on the map in the 9-14 to 14 overall wide receiver range. Let's pump the brakes a little bit and just say 9-14 to 14 is amazing. 9-14 to 14 is absolutely phenomenal. Don't draft him in round 3. Don't draft him in round 4 if you don't have to. Take him in the top of 5 as a steal. He's now Drake London level. In terms of wide receiver, he's now maybe a touch below Christian Watson. I'd take Watson before, but I like DJ Moore in between. He's at the table. He's at the table of those individuals, this guy, DJ Moore. He's looking very, very crispy out there. And we've heard all offseason long that these two are best buddies. They're doing karate in the garage, they've got the bunk beds assembled so they have more room for activities. And they're going to drop fire in 2023. I know it. I know it. I know it. And this guy right here, if he doesn't get injured, is going to be a front runner, if not the winner, of the MVP voting in 2023. And he could absolutely clinch the division. And you could say, "I could, let me take away all your ammunition, you negative Noah. Out there, that's about to come in here and try and spew your poison about this situation and your negativity and your toxicity, and you're gonna come in here and say this is a freaking, uh, uh, this is a freaking uh, uh, preseason game, Smitty. It's a preseason game. How are you getting this excited? He underthrew him. He underthrew both D.J. Moore and Khalil Herbert. Let me enlighten you for a second, you negative Noah. Let me enlighten you for one second. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? We're talking about the entire package. What is Justin Fields in fantasy football 2023? Not what is Justin Fields all by himself. Not Justin Fields, what is his accuracy looking like? And I'm not saying it's going to be bad. Not Justin Fields, well, somebody helped him out on that touchdown. We're talking about fantasy football. We're talking about NFL too. We all we always talk about NFL. But we're always talking about, okay, he's inaccurate. He's inaccurate. Well, I don't care. What I saw was a player, even if he threw, underthrew both those throws, they were catchable. And I also saw a system that let the, the football matriculate down the field into the end zone twice. I saw an offensive line that pulled perfectly and allowed for those screen passes and dump-offs. I saw... Two players, Khalil Herbert and DJ Moore, get unbelievable blocking downfield so they could both score touchdowns, and you're complaining about Justin Fields underthrowing a football. Tell me you know nothing about football, and especially fantasy football, without telling me you know absolutely zero. Oh, Smitty, he underthrew the pass. Oh, Smitty, Smitty. It's his offensive line. Oh, Smitty, he had blocking. That wasn't DJ Moore. That was the offensive line. That was the blocking that helped DJ Moore score. DJ Moore didn't score that pass. You are nothing but a hater. If there's any, and I haven't read the comments yet. I'm going to get to the Super Chats in a second. Pile in the Super Chats. This is going to be an exciting show. I haven't read the comments right now, but if there's someone in the comments right now, they're saying things like, oh, it's the blocking. It wasn't DJ Moore. Oh, it's the offensive line. Guess what you said, you negative Noah. Guess what you said. You said the offensive line was trash. You said there was no surrounding weaponry to help Fields become what Smitty says he's going to become. Now you see it, and now you blame an underthrown pass on Fields that got caught that got taken downfield for a touchdown. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing about football if you say Fields is going to be trash. You, viewer watching right now, know nothing about football if you think Justin Fields can't be the NFL MVP. You know nothing about football, John. If you come in here and say, this team can't win the division— I'm not saying they for sure win the division. The Detroit Lions are going to give them a run for their money. It's going to be a dogfight. And the Vikings and the Green Bay Packers are all in the mix. This is one of the most well-rounded divisions in football. No, it doesn't have the top one or two teams in the league. But it has four squads in a dogfight for the division win. Two or three teams battling for a playoff spot. And you got Justin Fields. uh, At least you could admit That he's an NFL MVP candidate. And at least you can admit that the, the Bears have a shot at clinching their division. If you don't think that, put your receipt in the comments and tell us you know nothing about football. Tell us you're so biased and so doubling down on your previous take. You can't see straight. You don't know how to adjust and adapt. And you don't know how to adjust to anything at this point. Because this man's proving exactly what I've been talking about all offseason long the offensive line just proved to you what i've been talking about all offseason long this whole entire squad, the weaponry, DJ Moore, how he affects this the whole entire situation, how he spreads the defense out, how he accumulates defensive attention, and how Khalil Herbert is, is still so quietly under the radar, one of the better picks in fantasy football mid-rounds, and this guy should be on the Moon Men list, and he might be a midseason monster if we can't make room on the Moon Men list. Justin Fields is going to the absolute moon. I got to turn the fan on here. I'm getting really, really uh, hot and bothered. My feathers are ruffled beyond ruffling, and I just think that this is one of the funniest situations in 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 fantasy football and NFL commentating, predicting, uh, analysis, content creation. There are so many ridiculous Rodgers out there running their pathetic mouse about. This guy right here, Justin Fields. About this guy right here, Khalil Herbert. About this guy right here, DJ Moore. And a guy we haven't even talked about yet and Cole Komet, who's going to have a, a baller season. And Roshan Johnson, who you can cuff to this man, Khalil Herbert, and really lock down an amazing potential running back three flex play in 2023. All, all you petrified Peters, worried Williams, unaware Ungers, you got you guys. You guys have you guys have a long road ahead of you. This is going to be a painful experience watching these Chicago Bears annihilate all of your hatred and and negative comments and and ridiculous analysis on this team. Let's look at the stat line real quick from this game, preseason game. Understand, Bob? I understand. I've been doing this for twenty plus years. I, I this is not my first rodeo. And, and what I tell people all the time, and I, I'll keep saying it, this is an accent, an accoutrement, a uh, 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 supporting piece of evidence as to why you believe a player is going to break out. Preseason play cannot be taken as if it's, it's law, as if it's the only thing to tell you what to do. Like, for example, Travis Homer. Oh, yeah, let's just say he had three touchdowns in this game. You cannot come out and go, oh, Travis Homer, three touchdowns, he's going to be great. What you can do, if you're a good player, Person at evaluating fantasy football and NFL situations is you look at something and you say, This is what I feel. Do I have anything to confirm it? You have a three for three quarterback, 129 yards, two touchdown strikes, one of which went to DJ Moore for 62 yards, one of which went to Khalil Herbert for 56 yards. What more, what more do you need? What more do you need than to hear it from me over and over and over? And then see it on the field twice in a row and then have the audacity to come in and complain about him underthrowing two catchable balls that got taken for touchdown passes where the offensive line and entire team blocked like bosses, bosses out there. And you're coming in running your mouth. They blocked like absolute monsters out there. This offensive line's a top 12 unit in the National Football League, and you don't even know it because all you do is regurgitate what you hear garbage analysts tell you about the Chicago Bears. You have garbage analysts out there and content creators telling you that they can't block, that they're going to be this bad, that Fields can't throw, that 4,000 yards for Fields is going to be crazy. Just wait. Buckle up, Buttercup. It's gonna be a long, long season.
0: Leave it on the fields. Just in time. Fields of dreams. Fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields. Fields so good. Fields general. I fields good.
1: Uneven playing fields. Battlefields tested.
0: Fields. Fields. He's for fields. Uh, uh.
1: You know what we're gonna be saying at the end of all all of this? By the way, that, that part two is coming. There's all the breaking news and everything coming. You know what? We know we know what we're gonna be able to say at the end of all this. To every single Fields hater, to every single, every single one of you doubters out there, you negative Noahs coming in with your 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 anti-Fields hatred and and commentary that makes no sense whatsoever, has no merit whatsoever, has only but only doubt and fear. You're scared of being wrong about what you've already said. You're doubling down. Learn to adjust and adapt. Do you know what we're going to say? Got him. You've just been Smitty approved. Glory. Call into the show. Call, call, Call into the show. Phone lines are open, brought to you by Until Someone Knocks Them Off, brought to you by Mark Cleveland and TMT. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. These are our two high super chatters and, and and gifted membership givers so far this this month. And we've had somebody higher than 50, but I this is the when we started it um, a, a couple days ago, this was the highest super chatter. Anybody that drops a higher super chat than this will replace Mark Cleveland until somebody replaces that person, and so on and so on and so on. I dare someone to to beat TMT. Uh super chats on screen. Uh this is Carter. Carter says, I'm doing an eight-man half PPR three wide receiver uh draft right now. Would your what would your strategy be? My draft is tomorrow. My strategy, Carter, is to take the best player available. Um I would not do anything different than that ever, because the flow of draft means everything. You can't take thousand dollars into the stock market tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I'm gonna go into this, you know, group of, of stocks and I'm gonna buy one of them no matter what. Just cause I want a, a running back. You know, or I want a wide, or I'm gonna go wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. And you just walk into a, a, a bucket of stocks and go, I'm gonna pick one of those. When the stock prices over here might have dropped and you're like, oh God, I gotta get this one. You gotta go best player available. In general in general an eight man Three wide receiver, I'm probably, bro, going to go pretty heavy running back because there's so many wide receivers that I love this year, like DJ Moore as an example, like Pickens, like Watson, like Alave, like all these guys that are outside in an eight-man, they're outside of the first two rounds. So my my initial gut would be, hey, I'm going to go ahead and swing in and get Bijan. I'm going to get, you know, maybe I do get uh, a wide receiver like St. Brown or or Garrett Wilson. Then I just ignore wide receiver for a while. I I think in general, like best player available, obviously. But then I start scooping up Gibbs, Walker, um, uh, players uh, at that level. And then I take I take a Fields. I make sure I've got all that locked down. And by that point, you're still looking at Watson, Alave, or Lave maybe, but probably Watson and London and DJ Moore and Pickens. And you just scoop up about four or five of those guys. So um, that's probably, in general, the, the approach i take. Thank you, Carter, for the Super Chat. Any other Super Chats will be handled immediately. And uh, that's the first Super Chatter of the day, so you get a standing ovation. Carter, appreciate you. Avi, you're live. Yo,
2: what's up, Smitty? Let him hate on Justin Fields. Let the haters hate. He's going to be QB2 behind Patrick Mahomes. Maybe passes him, but Mahomes will be one. Um, Get Fields in the fourth round. Take him fourth round. You know, he's going to be that guy all season. DJ Moore is going to open up the field for Fields to run more, too. He's gonna have more options. Do a little read option, dance on some defenders. So, let's do it, baby. Remember, hold up. Remember that uh, trade? I, I traded Daniel Jones and Jamar Chase. This is super flex, by the way. And TJ Hawkinson, and I got Calvin Ridley, Justin Fields, and Knox and Knox. Yeah. I absolutely
1: robbed that deal like two months ago. Yeah. So got let's him. do it, baby. Fields. Yeah, it's, it's, cra- it's crazy, bro. I, I kind of thought, you know, I don't know why I thought this. It was kind of naive of me. Um, but when I posted those touchdown throws, the Khalil Herbert touchdown catch and um, touchdown uh, reception and the DJ Moore little dump off TD reception, I thought. I thought, I was naively thinking that, okay, this 50% hate, 50% love was going to shift into 75%. Okay, man, let's go. It's so weird. It's so... The double-down Donnies out there, it's so weird. It's an infection. And it, it it's so hard for people to shake because they they so badly don't want to be wrong. They're willing to continue to double-down like a double-downing Donny. Just... In hopes that it all works out the way they said, so that last year, not only are they right this year, their 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 last year take of him being bad and he he just he just ran that was the only reason. He's very inaccurate, Smitty. He's going to continue <laughs> to play bad. Can't throw downfield. Four thousand yards is ridiculous. <laughs> Fields could throw for thirty eight hundred to 4,000 yards this year. Fields is going to score over 34-35 total touchdowns, and everybody that doesn't draft him is going to be a petrified Peter and a total believer in 2024. And they can buckle up. They can cry all they want. Cry into your bag of popcorn as you watch this man rumble and stumble his way into multiple, multiple, multiple 40-point games in 2023. Wouldn't be surprised if he had two and three-game stretches where he had two or three 40-point games, a couple 25s, 30s, 30, 30 22, yeah. 35, 45, 42, 44. If he, if, he had, if he didn't have at least two or three stretches of 40-point games, at least two or three games, I'll be disappointed. I might wear a bag exactly. on my head the next the next show <laughs> after this week 17. That's how ashamed I would be of myself if he didn't have at least two or three stretches of those 40-point games. I just can't wait. I can't wait. People are yep. ridiculous yep. and I love it. Just like you said. Yep. Let him hate. I mean literally, as I started the beginning of the show, this is good news. Is is as, yeah. as wound up as I am, this is great news.
2: No, yo, know, let let Fields haters hate so we can get him lower. And literally last year, week six through seventeen, Fields is like a top five fantasy player. Yeah, the first five weeks he was awful. But if you look at week six through seventeen, just off fantasy,
1: not real life. He was a beast. So how can he not get better with DJ Moore? What, what I don't get, what I don't get, is how somebody doesn't see this situation and say to themselves, "Okay, he did so." Like this is really what it comes down to. If you, if you don't understand Fields and you're still on the fence for whatever reason, listen to me right now. If he could do what he did, with all the disaster that that you described, Bob. Bob, you're out there going, okay, bad offensive line, no wide receiver, like he didn't, he just inaccurate, he's always running. If he did what he did and impressed the way he impressed and almost brought his team back and he, he gave his team a fighting chance every week without any of the things you're describing, what in the hell makes you think this guy can't walk into 2023 with a better offensive line production? With DJ Moore stretching the field, with the other wide receivers and Cole Komet doing better things because of DJ Moore, and and just a year under his belt, getting better, like it's so weird. How and people did this with Jalen Hurts? They walked into 2023. <laughs> every single one of you Jalen Hurts haters that isn't coming forward and admitting you hated Jalen Hurts, you won't admit it. You won't admit it. The same people that hate Jalen, that hated Jalen Hurts and said he was gonna bust are the same people doubling down, double-downing Donnie's on Justin Fields' busting. And those people aren't anywhere to be found. But you know what the biggest misstep those people had? Is they acted like he wasn't going to get better. They acted like what you got in 2021 was what you are going to get out of Justin, uh, Jalen Hurts in 2022. And that was the dumbest way to look at things because look what Josh Allen taught you. And I said Josh Allen will be a top, not five, Top one to five quarterback before he ever took a snap in the NFL, and it took a little while. I admit, in year one, it was a little bit hard to watch that he wasn't throwing the ball like I wanted. It was very Justin Fields-like, and that's why it's so easy to see this thing coming for me. Is because it's the same situation as uh, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, um, and now Fields. That that these. Players weren't supported in the way they needed to be supported. All of them got the support. Jalen Hurts got A.J. Brown. Josh Allen got Diggs and a whole bunch of other uh, assets that helped him become who he was becoming. And now Fields gets all these other helping pieces to the to the puzzle. And everybody thinks that this is going to blow up. Well, guess what's going to blow up right in your face. And to assume that he isn't going to take that, that talent level, that leadership level step up or just the skill set and, and, and physicality and, and and smartness and awareness and, and, and field intelligence. If you don't think he's going to take a step up in every single one of those categories like Jalen Hurts did, like Josh Allen did, you are so close-minded on this situation, and you just want to be right. You just want to be right so bad because you don't want to be wrong so bad. That's all you're doing, Donnie. That's all you're doing.
2: Yeah, I agree. I actually wasn't I wasn't high on Jalen Hurts or low on Jalen Hurts. If I just imagine I think Justin Fields is a little more talented than Jalen Hurts actually. Just that Jalen Hurts is in the perfect system with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. And you're completely right. You never miss on quarterbacks. I've never me, I didn't really like Josh Allen's rookie year either. Like well, he was well, I I, <laughs> like, I I did like I did like Trey. I mean, just to
1: be fair, I like to take away. I like I like to own up to stuff. You know, I, I did love yeah, Trey yeah. Lance. I did love Trey Lance. But in my defense, yeah, there, happened. in my defense, there, Shanahan has destroyed him. Destroyed him. Yeah. He's he hasn't even had a shot. So so but so sure, but yeah, but, yeah. but but QBs are are a wheelhouse that I do enjoy. To dabble in. Yep. Uh, hey Smitty, I've sent a couple emails on the website, but I still haven't been able to access to the lifetime content. Okay, Thomas, let me get to that right after the show. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if maybe PayPal, you, if, sometimes PayPal has a weird communication problem. I'll I'll go check it out, Thomas, and I'll I'll uh, I'll save that and send you an email. Appreciate your super chat. Appreciate your support. Lifetime membership, Thomas. Grab a one on the fantasyfootballshow.com. show.com. Yeah. Atta boy, Thomas. Thomas, you get your wall. See these names right here. You get your wall written, uh, name written on the wall for being a lifetime member. By the way, so Thomas, appreciate you in dropping that. And then we got uh, Jared right here flexing for us. Jared says twelve uh, man PPR QB Lamar Love, running back Barkley, Aaron Jones. Uh, what is what is this? Is this Saquon Barkley uh, a cover or something like? What are you what are you doing here, Jared? Uh, Barkley, Aaron Jones, uh, Dalvin Cook, Kendra Miller. Tight ends are Waller, Conquo, Cup, Watson, JSN tank. Uh, thoughts on, on moves. Twelve man PPR. So that's a good, that's a good squad. Lamar, I love, I love Jordan. Love as your backup quarterback. Barkley, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Kendra Miller, Waller, Conquo, Cup, Watson. I'm a little worried about Cup. I wouldn't have drafted Cup personally. I was on the clock at the nine pick in a in the in the in the buddy league, the the the, the my pal league, my 20 year league I have with my buddies, and I didn't take Cup. I couldn't take Cup. I was there at nine overall, and I just yeah, worry. Don't. I worry about him. I worry about him. He's got the hamstring. He's coming back from the, from the ankle injury that, that required surgery. Now Tony Pollard had the same tightrope surgery, just to be fair. But cups thirty, cups thirty, and he also wasn't full go, and he went yeah. out there probably about seventy percent, pulled his hamstring. Obviously a compensation injury, and so now he's dealing with two injuries at thirty years old. So there's a big concern. Um, I don't know if someone dropped a, an exclusive membership, uh, gifted membership. Let me let me swing in here and see who did it. I think somebody did. It was Double A. Double A dropping 10 gifted memberships. Yeah. Double A, appreciate you dropping those 10 gifted memberships like a total boss. Um, if this was me, I'm trading cup, and I'm trying to get Garrett Wilson. I'm trying to get St. Brown. I don't know if you can do it straight up. I'd do it straight up, to be honest with you. But i try and get a little more. I agree. I, I love the JSN, Watson, Tank Dell. dink Tank, Tank Dell. <laughs> you know what? You know what Tank Dell is? Tank Dell, you're in week two or three. Your wide receiver, uh, your wide receiver three goes down. Okay, your wide receiver three goes down. Who who do you call? Who do you call? You call the tank is what you call. I love that. Okay, Waller, Conquo, can't get better than that. That's fantastic. Um, If it's me, I'm using the Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook slot right there, and I'm I'm upgrading, or I'm side grading, not upgrading, side grading uh, cup into one of those other wide receivers. But I'm trying to get rid of Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook together. Um, I'm trying to get rid of maybe, I don't know what you can couple with it. Yeah, I, you know, it's going to be hard to move Aaron Jones. I like everything else to where I don't want to move it. You could you you could move Waller and bank on a Conquo, but I really like the Waller-Conquo combo. So I'm not sure I want to divide that up. But I'd say, like, I, I want Aaron Jones upgraded into, like, Walker or something like that. But that's me. That's me. Other than that, it's a great team, bro. It's an absolutely phenomenal job. Um, the Waller-Conquo. You have a little bit of wiggle room with Waller if you wanted to try and bank on a Conquo. But a Conquo could be risky because I don't love... I like him a lot. I like him in the double-digit round territory, and I like him with Kincaid. I think it's a fantastic combo. throwing Cole Komet. But I, I do feel like, you know, there is potential for that offense to be sluggish. So that's the only thing that worry me about that. Um, phone lines are open, guys. I'll put the phone number on screen if anybody wants to dial into the show. Uh, we're going to talk for a little bit about the Chicago Bear players um so dial in and again if you missed the game fields is an absolute monster i know it's the preseason but it is what it is and you need to take it for what it is but you also need to recognize greatness in an offense that's getting in a groove and not like if they went out there and looked garbage would you not come out here you you fields hater you would you not come out here and go look how bad the bears looked in the preseason game you would have said the exact opposite so be fair be fair uh fields three of Yo. three 129 two touchdowns roshan running nine for 35 uh khalil herbert four for 15 on the ground khalil herbert catching a 56 yard touchdown and really we got to talk about khalil herbert and i mean i can't put him on the moon men because we are just so full but i yeah. i have a, i have a feeling let me see if i can i can let
2: collect let good me, flex, guy. He's gonna be a good
1: flex guy. Let me let me put him. I mean, mid season monsters, maybe mid season monsters. At my my. All right.
2: Look, can I say one thing about Cooper Cup that I totally agree with you on? I think we can uh, do it. so similar to Michael Thomas situation. He had an insane year, like most catches ever, and he never did it again. And Michael Thomas was more elite the years before even Cooper Cup was. So just stay away from Cooper Cup. Y'all better receivers.
1: I think Cooper Cup is just a big injury risk at 30 years old. I think I think Herbert's going to be a midseason monster. Um, I think I'm going to put agree. him on. I'm going to put him on here. Not that he can't do it from week week one, but there is there are some sharing like the Bears have some a mindset of going running back by committee, and that's been very very um, widespread. Like we we've heard that by by several reports that they don't have necessarily a one running back mentality right now. So as Khalil Herbert does these kinds of things, keep in mind he just ripped off a touchdown reception. One catch, and he takes it to the house for 56 yards. And if you think, oh, it's preseason, let me also remind you how good Khalil Herbert is when the spotlight is on him. He was the number one running back in the National Football League last year in yards per carry. Yards per carry number 1 in the entire NFL and it wasn't like he qualified in the category by running for 100 yards. He had like 7 or 800 yards if I remember correctly. So Herbert is a potential mid-season monster. Um and I think that's fitting because we don't, you know, he hasn't been t- been anointed yet. There's a lot of, you know, uh wonder wonderment about when it's going to go into effect. Let me go over to Rock Out. Rock Out, what's up?
2: Uh, send you a DM. All
1: right, Rockout. Let's see what Rockout's got cooking here.
0: I don't care how you feel, but I'm giving you Fields. Fields gonna take
1: over QB to the five. That's to the rise. Popping off, scoring <laughs> touchdowns, and scoring in your lineup. He's gonna take it over, and it's gonna be game over. Thank you, Rockout. Appreciate that. Uh Rockout, everybody. Uh Get your single Friday. It, it releases on iTunes. We think, right? Rock out! Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put all these on iTunes. Rock out! I think maybe you, you, get a little following from it. I think everybody from the show would, would, would check it out. Uh, Avin says yak. Uh, Jarrett says here. I got uh, a bunch of you in the, in the chat uh, dropping some. Some knowledge um, super chats. Let me just make sure I'm caught up on the supers real quickly. I think I am. Thank you, Double A, for dropping the gifted memberships. Thank you, Carter. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Jared Thomas. I'll get to your lifetime membership. Rock out. How would you feel about Fields today? I mean, what, what 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 did you what's what did you come away with when you watched Fields throw two touchdown passes? Yeah, in a preseason game, but it was you know two underthrown passes. Like the the, the ridiculousness of the haters, man. To pick apart, like there was in my comments, and granted, it's probably a bunch of Niner fans that just hate that they didn't get Fields, but they're they're saying like, didn't you see how bad of a pass that was? It was. Give me a break. That could be be perfect, (laughs) bro. the The ball was catchable. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? He caught it, ran it. We want him to do That's a lot of times, that's how a, a dump-off pass is. Not to mention a quarterback's throwing it. He's about to throw it to a certain spot, and sometimes the running back turns a weird way or you know and they got to catch it right here or whatever like give me a break fields didn't throw the ball into the ground both of the both of those receptions turned into touchdowns and the more important uh, conversation that we need to have with those haters is what happened to the bad weapons what happened to the bad offensive line what happened to the bad supporting cast and blocking and he has nobody they're not going to fix anything now you're blaming fields for throwing a pass it was a tiny bit underthrown that turned into two touchdowns. You're you're just looking for stuff. You're looking. You're you're a looking Lewis. That's all you are. A looking Lewis, just trying to find something to get all pissed off about. And because you weren't there for the beginning, we're gonna we're gonna create a Fields card, and I'm taking away everybody's Fields card that has ever mentioned a negative thing about him. Fields is a huge avoid, Bob. Uh, I don't know if this is Bob just trying to be funny, Bob, but if, if it isn't, uh, you're taking a lap. Take a Bob lap. from McCounty. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate your super chat and your support and you're knocking ADP value down for fields. <clears throat> I'm just so excited about, look, can we, can we take a little look-see-poo at the moon men and Mars men list real quick? Hang, hang tight, callers. Just hang tight. The Moon Men
0: dropping loads in outer space.
1: Well, looky here, Reindeer. We got Pickens catching a touchdown, and Dodson catching a touchdown, and Dell catching a touchdown. Our Moon Men are looking pretty extraordinary right now. These are extraordinaires right here. I'm feeling really, really good about these Moon Men. I'm feeling really good. Watson was even very, very effective. It just he got overthrown on one play, and then another play was broken up. And it could have been a huge play. Who knows if it wouldn't have been a touchdown? Uh, Love loves to target Watson on the deep balls. He loves to hit Dobbs uh, on on passes where Dobbs can compete in congested territory. So Dobbs will be very very effective and a nice sleeper, and he'll be a like a jump ball a contested catch specialist. While Watson's going to be that burner stretching the field. He's six foot four, four two eight forty. Uh, this guy's a beast right here in Christian Watson. These moon men look spectacular, and we're not even done. You know, I can't wait to hear more good news. And then we have our Mars men, extraordinaires. Look at this bad boy list right here.
0: He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men.
1: St. Brown monster. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Fields looking absolutely phenomenal representing this list. This list is such an amazing list. Alave, Bijan, Burrow, Chase, Garrett Wilson, Hall, Gibbs, St. Brown, Fields. The Marsmen extraordinaires are coming for everybody that's doubting them. And Fields is right now uh, in in the front of the shuttle. You know, ironically, love this man. I I couldn't be more happy about the Marsmen and Moonmen list right now. I know, I know, we were hit with the Brees Hall pup and the Dalvin Cook, you know, buzz, and and then the Garrett Wilson ankle, and uh, you know, and so everyone's like, "Oh, the Moon Man's falling apart." I'm looking at it right now, and I don't feel a single worry at all. <laughs> like these are two amazing lists, and then our our absolute monster uh, uh, midseason monster list is really coming along strong. JSN uh Zay Flowers, these midseason monsters are looking pretty, pretty good, I must say. And uh, I'm excited about that. And then I haven't looked at the revenge tour uh players in a while. Let me let me go ahead and swing over there. So again, the midseason monsters, everybody. Mid season monsters indeed. And then the revenge tour guys. Where where are those guys? Let me go find. Them. I haven't hit that button in a while. Good. I gotta say, I don't know I don't know how I feel about Pitts being on this list right now. I'm excited about Pitts, but I'm gonna probably take him off. Well, I think I'll leave him here uh for now. But I do worry about, about Pitts. I think uh Brees Hall and then we need to put Javante on there, especially. Let me go grab Javante's image real quick, hold on. The Moon Men dropping loads in outer
0: space. Revenge Tour! Revenge Tour! It's time for some revenge! Tour, the hell? Revenge Tour! Revenge, Bench Tour! Revenge Tour! Revenge, Bench Tour! Revenge tour. Revenge tour. Revenge tour.
1: All right, so we're going to put Javante on here. He definitely deserves to be on here. This is a really good list. I just don't know how much I feel um, Pitts is going to – if anybody's going to get screwed in the passing game being not potent enough uh, conversation here, it'll probably be Pitts in, in, in Atlanta. I don't think there's going to be any concern whatsoever for the the volume and workload of uh, London or Bijan, especially Bijan, because that's where there's no compromise when it comes to Arthur Smith. He's a running back uh, specialist and architect and and monster. So there's no concern whatsoever at all, even a little bit. No concern whatsoever in terms of uh, Bijan Robinson. And I think while someone could argue that there is a potential concern for let's say uh, London's workload or whatever. Uh, proven last year by Ritter throwing the ball pretty well to him and Ritter putting London on about a 12 to 1,300-yard pace, even though the touchdowns weren't really there. I think we've got proven commodity there. we got a proven uh, amount of workload and volume going to London. And anybody that says something stupid like, Arthur Smith doesn't like fantasy, you should be worried about Bijan, they really don't know football. They really don't know football because Arthur Smith said that about Kyle Pitts' usage. And that is only applying to Kyle Pitts because the Falcons were the number one rushing team in the National Football League in in between the tackles. So clearly he loves running. Clearly he loves running and clearly he loves fantasy football running backs. Okay, that's for certain. So this this is a stupid conversation to have when we say... Arthur Smith doesn't love fantasy. Watch out for Bijan. Look at the stats, man. Don't run your mouth or regurgitate what some what some bad content creator told you and you just say it over and over.
2: I'm not going to lie, Bijan's the only Falcon guy I would take in fantasy. I don't
1: trust Pitts
2: or Drake London. I just think there's a lot of better options to
1: go. That's well, I, again, why, I don't, I, I, don't hate that take. I don't agree with it, but Either. I don't hate that take as much as yeah. if you came in here and said that they're not going to run the ball when they just led the league in rushing uh, attempts. Yeah, yeah. They were third in rushing yeah, yards so we, without we Bijan. But, but I do think you need to, you need to be a little bit more excited about London because London is a top eight wide receiver talent-wise. He truly is. And Ritter, Ritter may not be, you know, the best thing since sliced bread, but he's definitely got, uh, got I think, enough potential to feed the football in the direction of London so, man, enough because we've seen it ha- We've seen it happen, you know. <laughs> we've seen him be on a 12- to 1,300-yard pace without Ritter even being good. Ritter had no time to prepare. I'm not saying Ritter's a top-12 quarterback by any means, but he had no time to prepare whatsoever. Right, hold, hold on. Hold Ritter wants to – uh, hold on one second, uh, oh, Owen. Owen, you're live. You're good. Oh, hold, oh Owen, Owen, on Owen hold on, hold on, Owen. I'm sorry, we got $20 super chat from from that boy. Hold on. Alert. Super chat alert.
0: <laughs> alert.
1: Owen, appreciate you. Uh, I'm sorry, that boy. Appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Owen. Uh, that boy says, "I know it's a long shot, but I want uh, Diamond Brown, uh, Brown to emerge uh, with Howell connection there." And so, let me get—I can't even read this one. It's connected to this other super chat. Uh, so, any way it happens on how how the receiving room is, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Brown, bro. That's a good. It's a good question. I don't know how I feel about Brown. I think um, let's monitor that one. I don't really have a I don't really have a feeling on Brown to be honest with you. I think he's got upside. I mean, there's been a lot of people in his corner. He's had a little bit of a fan fan club for a while, but but he seems like one of those guys that I don't know. You, you know who has a, had a fan club that was very similar would be like a Bateman. People are so high on Bateman. They love Bateman. People love Bateman. And I don't think. Uh, I don't think Bateman's going to turn out to be anything at all. I think he's okay. I think he's a, a, a occasional like decent guy that can go out there and you know like a uh, Slayton or something like that. I think Bateman can be Slayton good, you know. And Slayton's a pretty decent wide yep. receiver, so he's mm. a good complimentary guy. But uh, appreciate you that uh, that boy for dropping that super chat. Let's keep an eye on him. I'm not against the take, but I just you know it's not something I feel. Would uh, JJ for St. Brown and Fields? Be good in a 12-man PPR. Gino is my QB. Absolutely. St. Brown of Fields would be getting him. Got him. And that isn't to say that that I don't love JJ, bro. And if you had, let's say, a, another quarterback like T Law, that I would I would definitely not make that trade in that situation. But Gino is not a he's a good, decent quarterback, but he's not somebody I want to start in fantasy when you can put Fields out there. And St. Brown's gonna hang with JJ closer than people think and so that's a smash that is a total got him King 25 code 43. dispatch Vito Popo Popo has been dispatched King 25 out yeah um, there's a guy in my chat right now his name is Garrett and he's committing a uh, fantasy football robbery as we speak yeah Garrett Garrett, what state are you calling from or, or chatting from? Yeah, uh, he's got a, I don't know what that is. It looks like a, an elk on steroids in his avatar. I don't know what it is. What is that? <laughs> what, what is that avatar anyway? Okay, pre- appreciate you, Garrett, for dropping the super chat. Thomas says, are you free next Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time for a draft call? Uh, I can book that draft call after the show. Let me look real quickly. Friday. 5 p.m. You want a draft call? Let's see here. And you can order a draft call at... And that's going to wrap up today's show. Whoa. That's me. I I hit the wrong button there. I'm sorry. Hold on. Okay. Here's the dogfantasyfootballshow.com uh, to where you can order a draft call. Um, and let me look and see. So right, right on the pricing table down below, you can see order a draft call. Uh, so, if anybody wants to order a draft caller, just get amazing content, 365, 24, 7, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. What's Mountain Standard Time right now? Because I'm in Arizona. Arizona is so weird. What is it Eastern? Let me know Eastern, Thomas, what, what time you want. Let's see. Um, 4.40. 4.40? It's 4.40 Mountain Standard right now?
2: No, Eastern.
1: Oh, yeah. I know what it is Eastern. I'm asking, well, what's 5 p.m. Mountain, what's Mountain Standard Time right now? I don't know. Okay. Uh, next 241. 241. 240. It's two. They're two hours behind. Okay. Um, so this would be this would be um, this would be 3 p.m. I think my time on Friday. 3 p.m. Friday. Uh, I I'm free from 3 to 3:45 3 because I got another draft call at 3:45. So email me, Thomas. Email me right now. We'll figure it out. Thank you for the super chat okay uh that super chat out of the way thank you thomas and then just sherman dropping this right here just sherman said thoughts on chiefs uh or sorry chris evans and with brown in dynasty um brown who in dynasty uh chase brown i, I imagine you mean i because i i don't i don't really like chris evans i don't really think he holds on to the job he's an okay player but I do think eventually Chase Brown's going to get a shot. In Dynasty, I think he's below Roshan, definitely below A-Chain, but in that same like bucket of player where you don't really know what's going to happen. And Mixon's got two legal situations, one criminal, one civil that could potentially make the league do something, but probably not because of what the league is incapable of doing, which is handing down discipline for, to, to players that deserve it. So I don't know if Mixon's gonna anything's going to happen with Mixon, but... I definitely like Brown over Chris Evans. And I definitely like uh, Brown enough to make sure he's on a lot of my teams. I really, really like him. And then Travis dropped this one. Uh, Demarra Douglas, midseason monster. Sneaky good wide receiver. Appreciate that one, Travis. Nice one. Uh, Cunningham, too. <laughs> Malik Cunningham looks really good. You know, I was watching a lot of his footage and film. And I even went back to a lot of his college stuff. He, he's, He's going to be something potentially special. So we'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, this one here from, uh, sh- uh, I don't know how to say this name. What is it? Shanavelli. Shanavelli. Uh Fields, Carr, Jamar, Chase, Olave, London, Dotson, Tony, Mingo. Amazing wide receivers. Obviously good quarterback play in a 1QB. That's amazing. Running backs are JT, Walker, Charbonnet, and Joku, Ch- Ch- Chikakonko. Any moves, get rid of JT. Give it to JT as quick as you can. He's got second-round value. I would take Gibbs straight up in a heartbeat. You should have drafted Gibbs over JT, to be honest with you. But that's okay. That's why I'm here. Um, I've been cranking that content out for a while. I've been saying to avoid JT for a while. So you probably heard it heard it here or there, but just thought, oh, he's JT, i got to take him because he's ranked so high on the pre-ranked list, right? Trade him straight up for Gibbs and do it in a millisecond. I, I love the fact that you've got uh, Walker and Charbonnet. I, I would I would I would go after a couple other running backs that might be available potentially uh, in that territory where where you could maybe get Gibbs, but I definitely would do that trade in a millisecond if it's me. Uh, appreciate your super chat, and if you got a follow up, let me know. Oh, and I'm sorry about the wait. Oh, and go, you're live.
2: Oh, you're good. We were talking about Kyle
1: Pitts and uh, the Falcons, and I was I-, I thought it was a good point that. Kyle Pitts never got to play with Ritter like London did. And also, I saw an interview with Arthur Smith, like, um, it was in the off season, and it was about how, like, they were drawing up plays for Pitts, but he was I, – I, Arthur Smith made it sound like he was injured early in the season. And, like, I, it was – there was, there was a lot going on with Kyle Pitts besides Arthur Smith saying, I don't like fantasy. Like, I don't care. There was a lot more to that equation than just a coach. And I think a lot of people are just blaming uh, the coach for what what happened to Pitts in London. And there was a lot going on there. Agreed. That's why he's on the midseason monsters. But the reason he's not on the moon men list is because we only have so many spots on the moon men list. Let me show the moon men list real quick. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. There's just only so much room. And, and I, I, space I while I like them, I, I wanted him on some list somewhere, and so we put him on the midseason monster list just because it could take him some time to get fully healthy because it sounds like he's still trying to get there, even though I think he's really close. And I just think it's a safer place to have expectations at, at like he could struggle and then get going eventually. And to your exact point, the fact that he hasn't played with uh, Ritter for, for even really any time at all he might take a little time to develop that trust and rapport with Ritter, and so for that reason, I think an expectation of maybe like midseason is a, an appropriate run. So that's why I think midseason monsters is more appropriate for him, and it builds in that safeguard expectation. Like you know, disappointment can can happen at some point during the year, as long as by midseason he's rocking and rolling. Uh, I wish I could have kept him on the Moonman list. He was on it briefly, but we had to remove him because you know. Not everything's going to stick all off season long. Um, this guy, real quick. Uh, Owen, and then I'll come right back to you, uh, Malik Cunningham. We we're talking about th- this. This this guy's going to be potentially special if they allow him to be. Um, I think he's probably starting, if I had to guess, by week four or five. I I, I was saying Zappy would get in there and play like a, ha- a half a season. I've changed my mind. I think Malik Cunningham has the potential to be something special. I don't know that he's somebody that. Um, That is going to be a lock by any means to be you know valuable on any level. He could be out of the league in two years. He could be much like Malik. Um, what's the other guy's name? Malik. Malik the uh, the Titan. Malik Davis. No, no. Who's the Who's the Titan rookie last year? Quarterback. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Malik Willis had some upside. And he was a running quarterback like Malik Cunningham. And he's no longer even on my mind. But I did like him a lot. So Malik Cunningham in college, he was an absolute running monster. I believe he ran better and more successfully than a lot of quarterbacks that we're looking at in the NFL right now (laughs) at the college level. Um, I'll pull up some of his college stats. But he was like a beast. He was like Lamar Jackson on the ground. And so he comes out there in this game and he goes three of four. For 19 yards, which isn't the, you know, extremely impressive part, but he ran the ball five times for 34 yards and a touchdown, and he's just so elusive. And if if there's a shot at all for New England to be good this year, they they need to go after. Uh, they need to go all in on this kid and give him a shot at some point. Um, I don't know Travis Rose listening, but Travis, this is a very, 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 very good thing for your Patriots. You hear me? Rip on the Patriots a lot. Uh, because I truly believe there's there's Bill Belichick's not he doesn't know what he's doing in terms of some of these moves and and really lack of moves to get Hopkins lack of move to go get Lamar Jackson I think there's a little bit of hope here for you Travis that this is your guy and that will be exciting because he's such an exciting player so everybody keep an eye on Malik um, Cunningham and maybe maybe look to maybe grab him in some in some dy- dynasty leagues uh, let me go back to Owen real quick Owen what's up. Hello Owen. I think Owen hung up. Um Marsman Marsman rock out. Go ahead. Yeah, I got
2: got a question. Why is it still so much hate on the Lave? A bunch of people will be talking down
1: on them. What do you mean? On Lave? I don't hear a lot of hate on Lave really. Um where are you hearing the hate on Lave?
2: Uh, basically, like, like different, like, networks, they're like, yeah, they don't, I, they don't I, believe in the Lave hype, basically.
1: Yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why someone would have a problem with, with, uh, Alave. I, I, Alave's, you know, going in the third and fourth round to a lot of these networks and content creators, so how in the hell could they have a problem with Alave? Most of these guys think he's a third and fourth rounder. And he is on ESPN, so they would be right in some respect, but... You know, I, like I said, I always see these content creators create a mock draft and they say, who's mock draft of the three of us did better? And Olave's sitting there in like mid third and it's like, bro. You know, no, not, every time. not everybody's going to not everybody's going to have the ability to, um, you know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let me get the two Super Chats out of the way. Kyle Fitness, appreciate you. Kyle says, are we worried about Tyreek's legal situation? Uh, not really. You know, uh, the pat on the on the back of the head, he just gave that guy a little love tap. If the NFL is not going to put uh, Alvin Kamara on the bench for more than three games, how, why in the hell are they going to do that from a little love tap on the back of the head? I think that's a nothing burger. It really is. If you're talking about that legal situation. Dallas says big game for Steelers wide receiver George Pickens, ADP rise. Absolutely. I think Pickens we talked about this last night, so Dallas if you missed it, go. I think there's a little a uh, little bit we did on him. But but Pickens let's talk about him now and just say, yeah. I mean, Pickens is a potential top 12 to 14 wide receiver. Pickens Probably climbed about a half a round, I'd imagine, maybe a round after yesterday's TD reception. He's hungry. He's got the drive. He's got the attitude. He thinks he's the number one wide receiver in the National Football League. He thinks he's the number one wide receiver in the National Football League. And I love that about George Pickens. I love that he's that hungry. St. Brown also thinks he's the number one wide receiver in the National Football League. I love the changing of the guard wide receivers and the fact that both these guys run the on the, on the Moon Men, Mars Men list. So we got St. Brown over here. He's on a
0: shuttle to Mars. Mars St. Brown, Mars Men. The Moon Men, dropping loads in outer space.
1: George Pickens, Moon Men.
2: Space Moses. I
1: mean, Dodson catching a touchdown, Pickens catching a touchdown, and Dell catching a touchdown. And might I add that all three of these touchdowns were unbelievable touchdowns every every single one of them like this this guy Pickens caught it and he just uh, it was elusive and just broke away and and you could say this is the least impressive of these two touchdowns the Dotson and Dell touchdowns but it was still nice he still made it happen you know he made it happen it wasn't like it was on the seven yard line and he, he did a little slant play and he was wide open and he scored a touchdown this is him being absolutely spectacular This Dotson touchdown was unbelievable because he's considered to be a guy that might be a little smaller. Maybe he gets manhandled. Well, what's he do? He catches a touchdown or he catches a a pass probably around like the 10 to seven yard line and he musters his way uh, between two defenders and pushes himself into the end zone and stays on his feet. This guy scored an unbelievable touchdown. And Tank Dell may have bobbled the catch, but what awareness and presence in the end zone to keep his body, legs, his knees, inbounds, catch the football, secure it, and push it toward the referee so the referee could see that he had it. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. All three of these touchdowns, these Moon Men extraordinaires, just making us proud as can be. I'm so pumped about the Moon Men list this year. It is such a great list it is uh, the Mars and the moon, man. It, it feels so strong. I'm looking for one more. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking for one more just to, to make sure we got it all covered. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm combing through it and I, and there will be an additional final potential ad. Don't worry. I will find one. I will figure it out. It will happen. All right. Uh, let's, let's wrap this up. Avi final thoughts
2: on mute uh go get
1: Justin fields in the fourth round later later i'll be later um i would say get fields wherever you need to get him if you got to get him in four get him a four if you can get him in five you can get him in five i took him in four in a, in a league just a little bit ago and I felt like I had to because he was the top ranked quarterback and I had about four five six picks or whatever before i was up again and I looked at the other players that I wanted to take and I said okay if Christian Watson goes i want to be pissed off and he did go I'll be able to get London. I could get DJ Moore. I took London. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, in a way, want DJ Moore and London about equal right now. To be honest with you, and I could, I could very quickly get behind wanting DJ Moore over London. That's just how much I like DJ Moore right now, and the rapport these two have together. They they're building bunk beds as we speak. They're doing karate in the garage, as as quickly as tonight. You know, after the game. These guys are our best buddies. The two best friends that anybody could have. I'm just thrilled about the rapport between all three of these guys. This offense is electric. Rockout, any th- Any final words of wisdom?
2: Uh, don't sleep on Khalil Herbert.
1: Don't just sleep on him. Take,
2: take him at a good price and then uh, let him roll.
1: That's correct. All right. Later, Rockout. Appreciate you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you later. Appreciate you watching Fields to the Moon. To the Moon. Herbert to the Moon. To the Moon. And, of course, DJ Moore to the Moon. To the Moon. And George Pickens and Dotson and Tank Dell and Brees Hall and Jameer Gibbs and St. Brown and every other player we've been talking up. Go get Justin Fields, baby.
0: Leave it on the fields. Just in time. Fields of dreams. Fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields. Fields so good. Fields general. My fields good. Uneven playing fields. Battlefields tested. Fields. Fields. He's for uh.
1: Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Live whenever news breaks whenever we need an emergency live stream like this fields live stream right now don't forget we draft tonight underdog fantasy promo code smitty i'm gonna drop that promo code in the live chat right now make sure you sign up now so that you aren't missing out uh hit that promo code there it is i dropped it in the the link in the chat sign up now before it's too late you know and you can't get in uh this video right here part two i will be dropping soon it'll be jameer gibbs and uh, we'll be talking about why Jameer Gibbs is a a uh, potential top five running back in in redraft in twenty twenty three. And Dallas dropping a super chat says so. DJ Moore is a future Moon Man. He could be. He could be very well could be one of the final Moon Moon Men. Um, hang tight on that. But but DJ Moore looking very crispy, you know, right now. And and like I like I've said for the last like uh, I saw D Class saying he didn't know I liked DJ Moore. Well, I mean, I, even up to last night, the 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 night, live stream before, I think a week before, two weeks before, constantly saying, like, pump the brakes on expecting top five wide receiver numbers because everyone says, well, if you love fields, you've got to love DJ Moore to the tune of a top five wide receiver. And my answer is always D-class every time, every time, go look and see, is that he can be a 1,207 or eight touchdown guy, 1,200 yards, seven, to eight touchdowns, 80 receptions, And he could be an outstanding wide receiver too. Today, I'm feeling he has potential super high-end wide receiver two value. Maybe 1,300 yards. Maybe 9 to 12 touchdowns. Maybe 90 receptions. So that puts him on a different level for sure. Uh, YouTube exclusive membership link. I can certainly drop that right now. Anybody wants to become a YouTube exclusive member, it's a way of help supporting the, the channel. Thank you, uh blackbeard for reminding me here's that link right there if you want to be a youtube exclusive member you can also go on my on my youtube uh home here you can see the join button on desktop or right below it you can see memberships and on mobile there might not be a join button on mobile but there is a membership button on mobile next to that is store next to that is channels if you ever want to find my dynasty channel link um, so th- those tabs are very helpful, but join or memberships is how you can become a YouTube exclusive member, or just click the link that I just dropped. And again, we're drafting tonight on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Click that link right there right now and jump in and and be a part of the drafts tonight. Uh, thank you so much for that super chat, uh, Dallas. That final super chat, D Class says that's good because I have a decent amount of his star- uh, of his shares. Thanks, Smitty. You're the man. Appreciate D Class. He's definitely, definitely capable of being a super high-end wide receiver, too. Like, I would say, like, 11, that's wide receiver one. I'd say his, his ceiling's 11, 10, 11. His, his you know, his a- the average value, I would throw, out is about 13 to 15 you know, but that's a really good. That's a high-end wide receiver too. He certainly could be that good. Khalil Herbert, underrated, absolutely starter. Appreciate you all. See you tonight again. Dropping the link one more time. Underdog Fantasy sign up in advance. They'll match up to one hundred dollars on your first deposit. We're gonna do live drafts tonight, so make sure you go sign up by clicking that link if you're watching the replay right now of this show. Links in the description, and and you want to sign up ahead because you get a, 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 a up to a hundred dollars bonus match. But you're going to be ready to go. And tonight when we go live, I'm going to say open up your app. That, that that link will help you download. And open up and go to this card on here. Click it and we're all going to go in right now. That's how we do it. So you got to be signed up and ready or you're going to miss out. I'll see you all tonight. Thank you, Dallas, for the super chat. Thank you, Dallas, for the super chat. Thank you, Kyle, for the super chat. Thank you, Shanaveli, uh, for a Super Chat. Thank you, Travis Rowe, appreciate you. Get ready for Malik Cunningham. Travis, I think he's pretty good. Justin Sherman, appreciate you. Thomas, appreciate you. I'll, I'll look at that email right now. That boy, appreciate your $20 holler, you monster. Garrett, appreciate you. Uh, Garrett, what is that on your avatar? Looks like, a, looks like a bull that mated with a, I don't know, a unicorn or something. Thomas, appreciate you. Uh, Bob, appreciate you. Jared, appreciate you. Jared, thank you for your super chat. Carter, thank you for your super chat. I will see you all later. If there's more breaking news, you know we'll go live, but we're definitely going to be live streaming tonight and doing the drafting. See you all then.
0: Leave it on the fields,
1: just in time.
0: Fields of dreams, fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields, fields so good. Fields general, my fields good, uneven playing fields, battlefields tested. Fields,
2: fields, he's for fields. To- uh, uh.